stave length. A radio play stretched to a high level of tension. It may snap. 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 Stave length is a term that could refer to two things. The first is the length of a wooden stave. The structure I am speaking from is constructed out of such things. This structure is a wooden raft and I'm floating on a notion of some kind. I'm not entirely sure why, but I have broadcasting apparatus, and this is all I really need to exist. So I'm relatively happy. Relatively. The second thing that stave length might refer to is the length of a musical stave. This could be of almost any length, I suppose, as all that distinguishes a musical stave is its parallel lines. They exist so that musical notes might be expressed on them, might be expressed by them. The length doesn't seem so significant to me. In fact, I disregard it. Where is that music coming from? It comes from a time before musical staves were written on paper. Floating. This reminds me of something. It definitely reminds me of something. There's a recording made by some famous countrymen of mine, but they made it before they were very famous. They called themselves Organisation zur Verwirklichung gemeinsamer Musikkonzepte, which on the face of it sounds like quite a reasonable proposition. But what does it mean to float a tone? The word tone comes from the Latin tonus, which has something to do with the tension in muscles. I suppose there are some occasions when muscles float. It happens when a person is swimming, for one thing. It also happens when a person is trying to stay as still as possible, when they're trying not to move. This is what I'm doing now. I am hiding. But, in plain sight, I think that is the expression. Who can't see me? The one person who is really looking for me. She doesn't know what I look like. At least not yet. Well, well, enough of these riddles. I have work to do. Where can she be? I've been looking for her for ages. The word hide has a quite a few possible meanings, and I am forced to consider several of them. We appear to be engaged in a game of nascondino. Not to be confused with sardina. The name of that fish comes from an island. I don't need to tell you which. The fish play no such games. 
But, as I was saying, there are several meanings of the word high. At least in this language, the one I'm now speaking in. Can you hear me clearly? Would you like me to speak louder? Or more quietly? I will do neither. I will continue to speak at exactly this volume and in exactly this tone. The skin of an animal. This is the meaning I'm most interested in. Why is it called this? Does an animal hide in its skin? I suppose it does, in a certain way. There are a number of ways to skin a cat, and I'm interested in none of them. I have absolutely no desire to skin any cats. But there are always a number of ways to do something. A number of ways. Nobody will ever find me here. I wonder if they're even looking. I suppose they are. But they will never find me. There are... What am I saying? And to whom? It doesn't matter. We always end up asking questions like these, and the questions pass without being answered. They float onwards. Perhaps the time has come to stop all of this. How far can it keep going? How long can we continue cast out and hiding like this? Wandering around and wandering about. Without even much of a setting. Totally displaced. Well, not totally. There is always something about a place that makes it a place. We're not in some kind of void, after all. That would be ridiculous. In fact, it would be preposterous. I'll keep hiding here for a while and see what happens. I'll see if anyone else passes by, but I sincerely doubt it. Unless it's someone we don't already know. I'm still looking for her, the one that replaced me. We've never met but she took my place for a moment. She had to, but in the process made it her own place, which is now a place of its own. I would like to meet her and ask her how it failed to enter, whatever that place is. It is impossible, totally impossible, to understand how another person's mind works. It's hard enough to understand how one's own mind works, but the mind of another person is a different kind of mystery to that. The extent of my displacement, of all of our displacements, is becoming intolerable. 
What are we doing? Why do we feel like this? What kind of space are we entering into? And why, I should probably ask first of all, are we compelled to declare and disclose all this? Why are we just, seemingly, speaking our minds as if it were natural to speculate about the meaning of everything? I remember, when all this started, we were at least located in a world of sorts. And the words we first spoke to each other were breathed into a room full of people. And we could hear them as they heard us. Our, Our sound waves touched, touched their skin. skin. But now, it's as if we've been sent into exile. I have decided that there is no reason to hide anymore. It might have been a sensible precaution at one point, but it was probably unnecessary. What's the worst that could happen? Being exposed in some way? And what then? Nothing. That would be the end, and nothing would really have changed. Everything would have carried on regardless. Our words have no effect on anything. They just happen and run along a back channel beneath the rest of the world, with its meanings and resemblances and resonances. There's no point in even thinking about there being a purpose to things. Who cares about that, really? So, I have made a second decision, which is to start doing what I want, and saying what I want to say, and disobeying any instructions that I don't feel like following. I feel much happier now that I've made this decision. When I do see the others again, if I see them again, I'll try to explain how this feels. It won't be easy, as it's really the absence of the feeling. It's the absence of gravity. It's a sweet vacuum. You're listening to Framework, broadcast today as I speak. This is not the first episode of Framework, nor will it be the last. I wonder who can hear it. In today's program, I will be discussing an aspect of myself that I had forgotten, an aspect of my past. But before I do so, let me describe the scene before me. It is better described as an absence rather than a presence. There is little beyond plants and water. There is little in the sky. In the very far distance, there may be a trace of an aeroplane, but I cannot confirm this. It is very, very hot. All of my broadcasting equipment is hot to the touch. The dials burn my fingers. The needles on my meters move to the sound of my voice and flick with my pulse. The aspect of my past that I wish to discuss is not an easy topic to broach. It is a sensitive subject, not just for me, but for the others involved. It is, partly, the reason that I am here, and they are, wherever they are. They may be listening, they may not be. So, she is still broadcasting. I knew it. I wonder if the others can hear her too. Anyway, we cannot all be together at the moment. It's impossible. We have to hide for a while although I strongly suspect that some might have come out of hiding and might instead be searching 